into the contest. It is Wednesday, the 21st of September. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. I'm joined by my co-host Shane Lee. And Shano, lunch with Lee, it is just singing off. Listen to the latest episode. It was an absolute cracker, mate. Well done. Oh, thanks, mate. It was good. It was good fun. And, um, but a very different vibe today, mate. I've got... Uh, got Robbie Farah, uh, the uh, former West Tigers NRL player, uh, with two comedians, Rob Shahidi um, and Tahir. Um, so it should be a good laugh. Uh, Tahir wants to call it, he's, he's from a Turkish background, but both Rob and Rob Shahidi are both Lebanese, so he wants to call it two and a half lebs today. That's not bad. It's <laughs> not too bad, is it? Yeah. It should be fun. Of course, uh, I have Lebanese heritage myself, so uh, see if they can bring you the uh, some of the beautiful food, like the stuff being a food man yes. so, like the stuffed marrows or, or some of the lentil dishes you'd absolutely love it and of course on the subject of lunch with lee there's still uh tickets left for the live lunch with lee yeah there is mate uh october 28 so go to our website um you can get on there and i think there's probably only about two tables left so uh jump on it's gonna be a fantastic afternoon got a little music surprise mate we've got kieran gribben the former lead singer of In Excess coming along to play as well. So it should be a really top afternoon. Yeah, sounds like an absolute cracker. Like our show today, Pat Cummins. Uh, this is a really troubling story with all these competitions popping up around the world. He's getting offers left, right and centre. Barcelona, well, they post a big profit. And will the Eels have a last dance mentality to make the grand final? In life, the most important thing is trust. Without it, everything is a lot harder in a quickly changing and turbulent time. Barclay Pierce Capital is a safe pair of hands, an organisation built on people. They understand you've worked hard to build your nest egg and their asset management business is tailored to suit your needs. Their services help grow your wealth in order to provide long-term safety and security for you and your family. BPC, just a phone call away. Pat Cummins. Now, this is interesting. This uh, He's been offered millions by cashed-up Indian leagues, and this isn't the, the main IPL, but these other leagues that are just popping up, it's a challenge, isn't it, for cricket, particularly in countries like Australia. It's almost like putting the holes in the dam where, where it's leaking because so many competitions are popping up, Shano, which are going to conflict with competitions that our national teams are playing in. And they got big bucks too, Timmy. So this is the issue. We've spoken about it before on Afternoon Sport where David Warner was offered, I think, 600 grand to go and play a T20 tournament in the UAE. Um, Cricket Australia have come to the party to make him play for the Sydney Thunder. But Pat Cummins is saying, look, he's been offered a million, a million dollar check a number of times just to make an appearance in these little mini IPL tournaments. And he says it's going to be a real issue. And it's fine for him because he wants to play Test Cricket. He's he's captaining the country. Money's not an issue for him. But a lot of other players, to be offered a million dollars here and there, they'd be crazy not to take it. So, you know, Cricket Australia really needs to um, work out how important the players are to them. Otherwise, they're going to start losing all the talent to these other leagues. We saw Matt Mott, the Australian women's coach, he did a great job with them, mm. go over to England and he's coaching over there now. Uh, Shelley Nitschke has been appointed head coach and, of course, Shelley played a lot for Australia. She did, mate. She played uh, 122 matches for Australia. She scored you know, over 3,000 runs and took 153 wickets. A, a super, superstar um, cricketer herself um, and a very, very good coach. She's been coaching in the Big Bash um, with the Scorchers. 
and now she takes a four-year contract with Cricket Australia at the age of 45. So good luck to her, and she's really served her, her apprenticeship here under Matthew Mott and, and deserves this opportunity. Some interesting news coming out of the ICC, and running out the non-striker, no longer considered unfair play. Of, of course, uh, called the man-cad for so long. Um, I don't know whether people are going to have this stick, Shane. Look, it's always been frowned upon, hasn't it, uh, when you, you run out a non-striker? What do you make of it all? Well, it was always deemed uh, unfair play and, and not in the spirit of the game. It was named after an Indian bowler who famously ran out Bill Brown in Sydney in 1948, his surname being Mancad, so named after him. Um, look, I think it's not a bad idea for the ICC to make it a rule now, so it stops players backing up too far at the non-striker's end. Still, uh, as a guy who played under the you know, not deemed fair rule, um, it would be pretty hard to watch if someone actually does it to a batsman. They also brought in the ICC, and this was brought in uh, during COVID, you can't use saliva now on the cricket ball um, because they didn't want to transmit COVID. Mm. Um, So they're going to keep that in as well. So you can't effectively shine the ball by using any bodily fluids now. So uh, it's just going to have to be hard rubbing on your pants, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'd imagine that. Yeah, that mancad rule. I remember we were playing in the Downey Cup final in uh, in the first eleven at school, right oval, and we copped three mancads and lost yeah. the game. And uh, look, obviously, we didn't do the right thing as batsmen, but uh, I don't know. I don't know about that rule. Uh, Barcelona. Look, uh, anyone that says there's no money in the world, they've posted a eighty-six million dollar profit for the last financial year, and are forecasting. Uh, a profit well over $200 million next year. This is Barcelona, the mighty soccer club. Yeah, that's in pounds as well, Timmy. So that's a big, big number. 86 yeah, pounds, million of course. Yeah. Pounds, yeah, 240. Um, this is off the back of uh, last year. They had a loss of £422 million pound, and therefore couldn't sign any or register any new players. Um, they haven't done that. So this year it's going to be profitable next year. You know, quarter of a quarter of a million pound profit, big big numbers. Yeah, kicking back after COVID, that's for sure. Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo named the most powerful player on Instagram at uh, the 2022 World Cup. He uh, obviously is towards the end of his career, and there's been trouble at Manchester United, but the feats over the past two decades has put him in a very powerful position, old Cristiano. Yeah, so he has 480 million followers. That's up 47%. Yeah, it's huge. And so he he gets about $3.5 million per post. Pretty good, isn't it, Timmy? It's a lot lot more than us, mate. But um, Messi is just behind him with 360 million followers. But it's Spain's Gagave, who uh, has actually got quite a few less. I think he's only got a couple of hundred million. But due to the, the opening rate of his, he gets $6 million per post. So there's huge numbers. So if you decide you like a, a certain type of pasta, you put it on there, six million bucks jump straight in. Oh, ka-ching, ka-ching. Stay with us yep. because we've got the NRL, AFL and plenty more. John O'Brien is a legend of Australia's beer industry. In 2003, he dreamed of producing a great tasting beer that could be enjoyed by everyone, free from the ill effects of mass-produced wheat and barley. John began a brewing journey blending unique aromas and flavours offered by ancient grains such as sorghum and millet. He perfected recipes over time which have led to 40 local and international awards, including three gold medals at the Australian International Beer Awards, a gold medal at the Indies and a silver medal at the Beer World Cup. Proudly 100% Aussie-owned, made in Ballarat, O'Brien Beer is Australia's most awarded gluten-free beer and widely available around Australia through major retailers and online at rebellionbrewing.com.au. O'Brien Beer, the beer that loves your back.
When Lance Franklin signed this long $10 million contract at the Sydney Swans, plenty of people came in and said, well, uh, why are they doing that for? He won't play till the end. He won't be there till the end. And here he is, Lance Buddy Franklin, playing in a grand final and a real red-hot go, a real red-hot chance. Just ask Thomas Lee that the Swans can beat Geelong and be... The, the flag winners of 2022. So plenty of egg on the face for those doubters, including the ex-AFL boss, Andrew Demetrio. Andrew Demetrio said it's going to be very difficult. When he signed this agreement in 2014, nine-year deal worth $10 million. the boss said very difficult that he, even he'll be chance to be playing in 2022. Well, he's proved him wrong. He's proved a number of guys wrong. And the fact that uh, it's a really good statistic here, Lance Franklin was uh, drafted in 2004. He's the only person from that draft still playing. Amazing effort. Yeah, extraordinary. He's certainly been every uh, worth every cent that they paid. Now, Kylie Minogue, they're, they're staying a little bit hush-hush on this, the AFL, but could be joining Robbie Williams for the grand final, the AFL grand final. Be a good surprise, wouldn't it? So Robbie is confirmed mm. to... to uh, get uh, entertaining during the start of the match um, and they're saying Kylie may be the other surprise. Uh, they famously did that song Kids, Timmy, if you remember. Uh, yeah. And there's a bit of sexual tension between those two, I believe, Tim. So, oh, really? Yeah, apparently. Apparently Kylie knocked him back. So maybe Robbie's going to have another chance here. <laughs> well, it's good to see Robbie Williams got knocked back as well. I didn't have a very good ratio in my day. But the old blue light disc goes, no, I prefer not to dance with you. Oh, thank you. Appreciate the support. Um, rugby league. We've got a couple of crackers here. And Reed Marnie, and I, look, I think he's been the form player for Parramatta. I, I really do. Clint Gutherson's been outstanding, as has Mitchell Moses and Junior Barlow. And this guy, this little guy, this pocket rocket who's heading off to the Bulldogs, he just punches above his weight, this hooker. He does, mate. He's played his 100th game on Friday night. Look, it's a it's a team that are losing a lot of players at the end of this year. I think Nakore, Papale, uh, Stone, Kafusi, and Opacek all leaving at the end of this year. So, you know, this bunch of guys who have done so well this year would, would before they move on to other clubs, they'd love to have a premiership under their belt. I thought Paul Gallen had retired anyway. He's continuing. Oh, he, he, well, he is. He is going to <laughs> apparently have this last fight, and he's come out saying that I'll take on anyone in the NRL, or current NRL players, and, I'll, and you know, I'll beat them and beat them well. Now, Matt Lodge, who's had his own colourful history, and many mm. people have got opinions on some of the, you know, his activity, particularly that episode in New York, he's come out and said, well, I'll, I'll fight him, but I want a million dollars to go to a GoFundMe page to help out youth charities in the western suburbs. Yeah, interesting, isn't it? So there's no way Paul Gallen will donate uh, any money to charity, I don't think. Um, he wants to fight. He's, he's been very open with it. He said, oh, I want to earn money out of it, So, and, and that's his prerogative. Um, so I don't think this fight will go ahead. So Matt Lodge said, oh, I'm not going to fight unless all the money goes to charity. Yeah, which is actually a good thing. You know, you yeah, know, it is a good Compliment thing. someone when they do something good, I, I reckon. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, you know, that's... That's a very uh, noble thought process. Mm. Uh, on the subject of, of boxing, and look, I don't know about boxing. Mike Tyson, he's opened up about a debilitating health condition of his, uh, saying that on occasions he can't even talk. Yeah, it's sciatica. Um, and at 56, he says he's sometimes now bound to a wheelchair mm. and, as you said, can't talk. Um, but then he says in the article too that uh, apart from that, he's, he's chipper. <laughs> apart from that, wrong great, with him. Yeah. <laughs> apart from that, I'm great. But uh, look, it's it's nerve damage, uh, and I think a lot of people listening to this show could relate to it. When your back goes, there is no, there's nothing worse oh, when yeah. it seizes up, and uh, some people can't get out of bed with really bad sciatica. And uh, 
And he said it's the point where he can't even talk, which is tough. Yeah, it is a painful thing, isn't it? Have you yeah. ever had it? I, I, yeah. I get it when, particularly yeah. when I drive for too long down the leg. Yep, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, literally, I was doing some work around the pool, doing some grouting, and my back seized up. So. Manual labour is just not not in my system, mate. Yeah, we we need to pay others to do it. <laughs> we do, we now, do. Now, well, some of these Australian punters doing great things at all levels of American football. We saw that story earlier in the week of the young guy that was kicking them from left, right, and centre. Now there's an Australian punter in the NFL that's pulled off a great tackle, probably harking back to his old football days back in Australia. Yeah, well, he played um, uh, Aaron Sipos uh, playing for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a former St Kilda AFL player. I think he played only 22 matches but it's gone over there and doing really, really well. He's on the field to punt. And it's really, really funny. In American sport, you're there to do one job and one job only. And when you do something out of the box, the Americans absolutely love it. And uh, so he was there on there to punt, mm. didn't eventuate that way. And he, he's pulled off a tackle. And they just said, I can't believe that he could do that. But uh, as you said, Timmy, playing AFL, he was sort of brought up doing that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, they're still talking about the performance in Hardy's Bay uh, a few weeks ago from <laughs> Six and Out. Um, we're seeing a resurgence of the great band. Um, you got a little Six and Out story to tell us? Well, yeah, I got thinking, uh, particularly with that story about Robbie Williams and you know, him being a heartthrob, uh, I remember... And at Six and Out, we had an album launch when we were signed by EMI Records. I can't believe we were signed, but we were. Um, we had an album launch in Sydney. Um, and a lot of the who's who of the music industry came along. My mum and dad came up, Bob and Helen Lee, and to watch our performance. There was a guy in the crowd called Cole Joy, who was an old oh, heart Joy and the Joy Boys. Remember? That's him, yeah. And um, apparently, calling my mum, I think Cole was about 80 years of age at this age, and, and my mum was sort of a bit sort of starry-eyed. She said, oh, my God, Shane, can you introduce me to Cole Joy? I used to love going to watch him at certain dances. So I introduced my mum, which was a funny sort of awkward moment. Hi, Cole. My mum said, I'd love you to meet you. And she was sort of like fangirling. And I walked away and Gavin Robertson said to me, are you okay? I said, well, no, I just saw my mum fangirling over Cole Joy. He said, oh, don't worry, I think my mum knocked him off when she was younger. <laughs> Goodness. Goodness gracious me. I wasn't expecting that. That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. Big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors. Barclay, Pierce Capital. They're only a phone call away. Absolutely. And our wonderful producer, Dan McHugh. We'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We'll see you then, guys. Take care. Thanks for listening to Afternoon Sport. If you enjoyed the show, why not check out one of our other podcasts, like The Dragon Cast with Ferris and Gale. Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale put on the rose-coloured glasses to discuss the rugby league soap opera starring St George Illawarra and the NRL. Find it wherever you listen to podcasts or head to afternoonsport.com.